20 minutes past 10. I occasionally joke with one of my producers who, like me, has is, uh, is not that long ago become a parent, that parenthood is a ticket to guilt, uh, that you're always feeling guilty about something. Here you are, you're, you're trying to do the best thing by your child, and you suddenly realise how inadequate you are. I, I, before I became a parent, I thought I knew everything, and when I became a parent, I realised I knew absolutely nothing. And when um, certain times of the year come, you know that for a whole range of reasons... We're asked to give things to our children. It could be Easter for, for eggs or you know, gifts at Christmas time. Or it could simply be the normal idea of pester power. My daughter's got into the habit of asking for ice cream after the main meal. And we've started saying no a lot more often than we used to. Uh, and, of course, you get the usual response, why not? I had it last time. I think, what, what are you, who are you in the UN? You're only four, for goodness sake. And, you know, you're already starting to debate the point. Well, you might be surprised to know that your child's ability to wait at age four, could be an indicator of their future success. Now, its its title, it's called Delayed Gratification, and it's a skill worth encouraging in your child. Alan Ralph is from the Triple P Positive Parenting Program, and I'm hoping, Alan, you're going to relieve me of my guilt this morning, and by the sounds of it, you are. Morning, Steve. Thanks for coming in. Just explain delayed gratification, because it, it, it goes across the whole of life. Sure. Well, I mean, it's the ability to put off getting something you want um, for a period of time um, instead of, I must have it right now. So that's it in an essence. Our cultural society at the moment is built on the whole idea of getting it right now. Mm. It certainly seems Whether it be to me. the latest car, laptop, woman, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah, I think it's all about I'm, now, mate. Absolutely. And the, uh, the kind of development of the uh, plastic credit card has certainly helped that happen. Gone are the days when you either had to save up for something or find out some other way of um, acquiring something. Now you simply put it on the, on the plastic and pay later. Tell me about the marshmallow experiment. Yes. I have a feeling that parents will, will, will get this and go, mm. wow, okay. Yeah, it's a famous experiment conducted uh, in, in a psychology some years ago now where uh, an experimenter, I think there were four-year-old children who came into a room and, uh, and there was a single marshmallow on a plate and the experimenter explained to the child that they could either have it right now or if they waited 15 minutes, the experimenter was going to leave the room and they were going to come back in 15 minutes. And if they waited then they could have two marshmallows and the children were asked which they prefer. And, of course, most people, given the choice, would say, well, I'd prefer two. But, of course, as soon as the experimenter left the room, most of the children ate the single marshmallow right away <laughs> and, and only a few um, waited until the experimenter came back and, and delayed their gratification. So they so said they they'd wait. Room. Yes. They said they'd wait because they wanted two, but correct. when the, uh, the, the person left the room, they actually took it then. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is that when the children were retested, I think at about age 10, there was a strong relationship between their adjustment at that age and their ability to wait for the second marshmallow. What, how did that translate? Why was that a benefit later on in age 10? What did that reveal? Well, they were able to accept the fact that you can't always get... One of the Rolling Stones' favourite songs for me is you can't always get what you want. <laughs> and, and, of course, there's a modification to that. You can't always get what you want right now, but you might be able to get it a little bit later. And, of course... Um, in terms of our social interactions, our work, our kind of daily activities, we can't always get what we want right now. And if, and if children don't develop the emotional regulation skills and the cognitive skills to be able to deal with that in an appropriate way, then they're likely to find themselves in situations where things don't work out well for them. So, children who, sorry, so parents who are saying no to their child 
are actually setting their child up for success later in life? Well, it depends what you mean by saying no, because there's a difference between no, you can't have that ever, or no, you can't have it right now, but you can have it in a short time. I mean, if you come back to the ice cream example, um, I mean, there are lots My of My poor things. daughter's never going to forgive me when she grows <laughs> up, but anyhow, yeah. There are lots of things you could do in that situation. One is to require the child to wait until, say, everyone else at the table had finished their main course before having dessert. So that might be one thing you might do to delay gratification. You might change the size of the sample that the child is entitled to. So they get a small amount if they insist on having it right now, but they get a second scoop if they're prepared to wait. So there are things you can do in the moment in terms of daily interactions with children where you can teach them the importance of having to wait. How can we then encourage this? Because I, as a parent, don't want to be seen as Dr. No all mm. the time. I mean, there are some times when you do need to say no. I mean, there was a, it was a lovely experiment, some research reported recently, that showed that when a new product came onto the, the market and it was advertised on the TV or wherever, children would typically ask for it like 16 times. And the solution was say no 17 times. And so there are times when a parent is going to have to say no. And as long as they do it in a calm, clear, reasonable way, that teaches children you can't always get what you want. But, of course, looking in terms of the daily activities that children uh, encounter, there are times when you can teach a child that they have to wait, how long they have to complete their homework before they can watch TV, how long they have to uh, uh, spend um, getting ready for school before they're allowed to watch television. These are ways that a parent can build in delayed gratification into their child's daily life without making it seem you know, restrictive or unpleasant. Now, when I was growing up, my, my, my mum would call this personal discipline, mm -hmm. that, that there are things that you don't get, you don't do uh, for reasons of discipline, uh, because later on in life, you'll thank me. Uh, and now that I'm older, I realise that really annoyingly, my mum was right. <laughs> yes. It's most annoying, but sadly, she was right. Yes. Uh, this sounds like an extension of that almost. Well, it is. But the other thing, of course, is that one of our goals is to teach our children to become independent as they get older. I mean, they're, when they're born, they're totally helpless. They're totally dependent on us. We have to make all the decisions for them about what's right, what's safe, uh, and what they can and can't do. But as they get older, our job is to relax that a little and teach them to do it for themselves. And so as they get older, those kinds of things will change in terms of the kinds of things that you would expect them to wait for. How do I teach it? I, I notice... Depending on how tired I am, I'll sometimes give in to pester yes. power. And, it, and it's got nothing to do with my daughter who always tries it on, but it's often about how tired sure. and exhausted I am. Yeah. Or my bride is, you know, she goes, oh, for goodness sake, whatever. Mm. You know. Look, I, th I mean, I think we have to be realistic about this. There are going to be times when you're not on top of your game, as you say, you're tired and you just want peace and quiet. The only problem occurs if that's your normal way of responding to pester power, because all that does is signal to the child that, well, if you don't get what you want straight away, what you do is you keep on escalating until I give in. Um, and so, so you're actually teaching them absolutely. bad habits when they do that. Absolutely, okay. yeah. yeah. And so we do need to look at our own behaviour in terms of what we are teaching our children in the way we respond to them. And also in terms of delayed gratification, how often do we model that to our children in terms of, you know, I'd really like to go and get this now, but I'm going to have to wait till next week because there's not enough money. So those things are important messages to children that flow down from seeing how their parents respond when they want something to how I want, how it behaves when I want something as a child. So delaying when you get something is actually good for you and it's good for your coping skills, your emotional balance, all that sort of stuff later in life. 
In general, yes. I mean, there are times when it is appropriate to get something right now because there's an opportunity and that opportunity might disappear. Mm. But you need to think about that in the longer term in terms of what am I teaching my child? How am I helping them to cope with the world in the future by teaching them that there are times when you're going to have to wait for what you want or work a bit harder to get it? This is slightly out of left field, but many years ago when I was doing the evening program, I interviewed someone who mentioned the same thing actually happens with sexuality, that if you can delay your first sexual experience, mm. that the, the evidence is there that you have uh, healthier relationships down the track and they last longer. Is this related to that? I'm not aware of that research. Okay. I mean, it would be interesting to, to draw that parallel. I mean, but there certainly are um, other situations in our lives where learning to put something off for a while until either we've earned it or we've, we've got the conditions right to enjoy it can actually enhance that experience. My guest is from the Triple P Parenting Program. Alan Ralph is his name. We podcast the Triple P Parenting uh, discussion. So you can go to my blog any time after the program. It usually takes us a couple of hours to get our act together. But that's because my poor producers are flogged and they need a chance to have a cup of tea and a breath of fresh air. But uh, eventually this discussion will be up there, abc.net.au uh, slash Brisbane. Look for the mornings program and it should be there. So, Alan, just give me the – is there some easy steps just sort of three uh, to, to, to for a parent to remember – to help their child delay instant gratification because it's going to be beneficial later on. Well, talk about it yourself as it relates to you as a parent in terms of your daily life so they understand it's not something that's just for them. It applies to everyone. Mm -hmm. Second thing is look for opportunities in the day-to-day interactions to create these opportunities for a child to delay, even if it's only for a minute or two when they're really young, and then extend it to longer periods as they get older. Appreciate you coming in, Alan. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh, Alan Ralph is with the Triple P Positive Parenting Programme.